This week, Caleb tries to convince me that Indiana Jones 2 and 4 are actually good movies. And Danny talks about Eugene Peterson, but mostly for the ratings. Yeah, that's fair. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. <laughs> it's Caleb and I'm Danny and together we're nobody special yep uh, we have a lot to talk about today we have a ton going on uh, but first uh, you know Caleb I think we need to do the airing of grievances uh, straight out the outset okay. um, I think it's gonna be really important because we were supposed to go see spider-man spider-man came out oh yeah and yep. what did you decide to do instead well you know I was I was super pumped, and I was like, yeah, Spider-Man, it's my favorite superhero. If you Were you that. super pumped? Because evidence. I was so super pumped. Mm-hmm. And then I got a call from my youth pastor, mm-hmm. and he was like, hey, Caleb, we have a spot um, to this camp, and it's completely and fully paid for, and we're offering this spot to you. And I went, <sighs> and I thought about it, and I was like, Spider-Man... Spider-Man or Jesus Camp, and it, for the record, no, it's not called you. Jesus Camp. I know, and that's actually really important to say because that's a creepy documentary <laughs> on YouTube, and I want to be sure people are knowing you're not going to Jesus Camp. Um, I don't remember the name of the camp though. I know fuge. it's done by Fuge. Yes, Fuge, not Fuge. fudge. I, I, well, yeah. I went to Fudge Camp. <laughs> Yay! Mm. Dream come true. Uh, no, yeah. So you decided you love Jesus more than Spider Man. That's fine uh, because I think our tickets. I I pre bought tickets for like uh, nine fifty nine nine forty five. Yeah, it was like nine fifty five. My dude, it was gonna be late. And then that night, I actually ended up going to bed at nine thirty. So I guess you know. That was a pretty good thing there, but no, 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 it's fine. Go ahead and ditch me for three whole days. Yeah. It's and, good, though. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I felt, I did feel bad because, I mean, prior to this thing starting, you know, you came in and apologized for, like, Danny, I, I gotta be honest, I, I saw Spider-Man already, and I was like, I know, there was a great twist at the end, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I already saw it without you. So, like, our, our plan, or, you know, my plan, it was to go to Spider-Man tomorrow um, um, and just, like, fake my way through it that I hadn't seen it yet. Just like, <gasps> twist! You know? Like, <laughs> that was my actual plan. Jerk. I know. I know, it was a really mean thing. But I was totally going to do it, and they was not going to be able to stop me. I was going to do it. Yeah. Moving on. Moving, yeah, moving on. So, uh, yeah, this... <laughs> um, you know, just in, in planning for this show... Um, you know, there there are a few weeks that it's it's difficult to pull content, and then you know you kind of get those <laughs> you know, depressing few things yeah. that go on. Um, I saw this story, and straight away the first thing I thought was like, "Oh, we're we're doing that one." So, um, Caleb, I'm gonna ask, what's been going on these past two weeks? Well. Well, well, have we got a treat for you guys. Hobby Lobby is the new Indiana Jones, guys. (laughs) Hobby Lobby has smuggled tons and tons of artifacts from Iraq, apparently. 
Well, they haven't. It, they didn't firsthand smuggle them. Yes, but do you know why they did it? Why did they do it? Actually, I don't know. Yes, because that belongs in a museum. Wait, are you serious? That belongs in a museum. No, it's okay. not. I'm doing. I was about to say that. I'm going to try and do Indiana Jones impressions at any time that you. Belongs in a museum. No, that's his dad. That's that's Connery. Yeah, that's Connery. Actually, pretty good for Yes. I'm Harrison Ford. <laughs> that was your Harrison Ford. It sounded a lot like Connery. Sorry, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. The keep castle going. five parsec. Four. I don't know. I'm sorry. All the Star the Wars nerds actually not know that. Oh my gosh, my brain just cleared the information. Sorry. Keep going. So yeah, in you know, chalk this up to hey sentences I never thought I would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Hobby Lobby has to pay three million for smuggling artifacts. <laughs> That is crazy. <laughs> Out of all things, I was like, what smuggling. What sentence is that? You know, you're you like you're reading the title of this article, and you're like, Hobby Lobby has been fined three million dollars for smuggling, and then your mind is just like, what is it? And it doesn't go to artifacts. It's like, smudging. Smuggling. Uh, it's it's smuggling just a bunch of crochet needles. Crochet needles. Crochet mm. needles. Yes. No. Um. Those no. I'm sorry. I keep. But hey, I keep interrupting. Keep going. Sorry, I, they're they're um, ingrained with the Bible verse. I knit you together in the womb. <laughs> that was pretty. I good. mean, I'm I see where you're going with that, but but you know, knitting and crocheting are very different. Oh yeah, is, are they different? Yes, yes, yes they're crochet. different. Crochet is the hook thing. Oh, is it like the circle? No, the wooden circle. No, no. that's a loom. A loom? Yes. So, all of these a thing things? you could do is say, I knitted you together in the loom. <laughs> uh, uh, in the uh. Sorry, keep going. I keep interrupting. All right, sorry. Back to Indiana Jones' impressions as you power through this story. All right. Well, so, yeah. So, it wasn't necessarily like they smuggled them, but they didn't really acquire all the information about this purchase. And so, it is their fault. Basically, is what I got from that article. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I think it was cuneiform tablets or something from I- yeah. Iraq. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah, something. Yeah. Tablets and then like other things, like clay pots or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was an odd part of the story. The people, I mean, you know, clearly the CEO of Hobby Lobby isn't going over to Iraq in order to, um, you know, get these himself. They hired an acquisitions firm. And he, oh, that part is true. And, uh, yeah. Um, I, I heard that as they picked up these cuneiform tablets, they had to, uh, quickly get a bag of sand and roll one off and onto the other and then really dodge a, uh, uh, big stone ball that for some reason hasn't been turned in 2000 years. And that's, yeah. And then he had on a hat and he got out of it because he had a whip. No, keep on going. Just keep on going. I literally am drawing blanks on some of that. <laughs> uh, and at the second movie, no, and then sorry. there was no. an Iraq person that was helping him get the artifacts, but then they turned on him and they turned him into this other snobby guy that wanted the artifacts too. And so, so, so then old James Bond shows up, and then he's just like, "Oh no, well yes, I guess I'll just get you." And then he, this guy was actually death, deathly afraid of snakes. Did you know that? So this is still the first movie, right? No, this is real life. This is we're talking well, about. Yeah, all right. <laughs> in real life, is this still the first movie? So, all right. So the problem on the and then I'll get back to Hobby Lobby. Sorry. Um, 
Indiana Jones, I have only seen one in three. What? Oh, because, well, all right, because number four is garbage. Number four is garbage. Actually, wasn't number four that bad until you hit like the halfway point. Is garbage. Have you ever seen it? I have seen half of it and determined that was a good one. That was a good part. Then it did. Then I fell asleep at the best moment. A number two because of the whole reaching in people's chests and pulling out a heart and it having just a terrible plot. It it is still such a good. It is still to this day. I'm not allowed to watch it in the same household as my mom. Seriously? Yes, yes. I have no. I the first time I saw that, I think I saw it uh, once. I was like twenty eight or something. Um, it was it was crazy because I was like, oh my gosh, there's an Indiana Jones I haven't seen. I thought I had seen them all. I had not because mom said no, that movie's not allowed in our house. Jeez. And I'm like, how about now? And she's like, no. I'm like mom, I'm twenty eight. No, mom, <laughs> it's my apartment. No. <laughs> You can watch it after we go home. Like, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, no, I mean, in the list of things I'd never thought I'd have to say, it was Hobby Lobby smuggling artifacts. Like, yeah, like, like I never thought I'd have to say that one. That's a pretty fantastic sentence. Um, it's pretty It's it's, it's pretty good. Not yeah, so they, you know, they screwed up. I think that's fair to say. They oh, screwed yeah. up. Um, but... Oh, the owner, it's Green, Tom Green, Green, something, something like that. Like, yeah, Tom Green, something um, like that. I think that's the guy that does the pranks. But anyway, and Mary Drew Barrymore is that Tom Green? I don't know. We're gonna figure this out. Yeah. So, um, you know, the guy's been pretty open and kind of he's been pretty chill about the whole thing. He's like, yeah, we're fine. Three million. Nobody's perfect. Uh, and and people are kind of you know going through it as uh, you know, these guys are not professional. Museum curators, they're, uh, they're, they're an arts and crafts industry. Like they, they make, you know, they have stores for arts and crafts. Yeah. So, um, I think they, uh, they've been trying to save these things. They kind of knew it could be a problem they might have, but they were trying to do it because, um, you know, ISIS is over there trying to destroy all kinds of biblical and or, you know, all kinds of biblical archaeology. And there, it was more important to try and save these things than it is to just, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's, I guess. And I don't know. Yeah. I kind of have thoughts on that, but. I actually did a debate on that in our school mm-hmm. early, like at the end of this year, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, about, you know, whether we should save these. Not even just archaeological or just Christian artifacts, but mm-hmm. cu- cultural, like, um, you know, art pieces. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, very, very interesting stuff. If you look, you know, there's tons of stuff on the monuments, man. Mm-hmm. And, but, but yeah, now Hobby Lobby's getting in that game. Hobby Lobby, <laughs> out of all, is doing things, things we know, like, <laughs> do you want... <laughs> Do you want homemade crafting supplies or cuneiform ta- tablets? Like, what do you, you know, like, it was, it was pretty funny, um, I thought, but, like, I, I do think it's been kind of cool because I did follow, I'll follow the story for a bit until something overshadowed it really, really heavily, which we'll get to in just a moment. Um, but, like, everybody's kind of claiming, you know, anybody that's in this business has been going, like, yeah, they're just, not good at this. Like, you know, he, I don't think that, that the guy, 
is 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 plotting to do anything bad. It's like we're gonna steal artifacts from there and you know, this this because they belong in a museum. I don't. It is they a really bad Harrison Ford museum. <laughs> I can't. Harrison. Oh, I almost. Oh no. I, I almost quoted the Fugitive, and that's Tommy Lee Jones. So really glad I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, Harrison Ford is in that yeah. too. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I no, uh, not the Fugitive. Yeah, he's in the Fugitive. He plays the Fugitive. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It it, is I didn't kill my wife. And he was in yeah. uh, the one that they're making a remake of. Ah, uh, it's in like Blade the, Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. I haven't seen that one yet either. You haven't. I might That's have a good one. Fall asleep during it. What I saw a Saturday morning. Anyway, this isn't about Harrison oh, Ford. No, 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 no. It's That's a little bit yet. about Harrison Ford. That's not out yet. Okay. I was talking about the the old one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I haven't seen it. I fell asleep during it. And a Saturday morning. Yeah. That's what Saturday mornings are for. Anyway, <laughs> that's actually um, true. A, a, anyway, headcanon, uh, Indiana Jones works for Hobby Lobby, um, yep. which totally makes that way more fun to just think about. Whoosh. 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 Where can I get the wool yarn? I need a crochet sweater for my uncle. This is a seriously bad Harrison Ford impression. I honestly, as in a museum, as I was planning this, I swore this joke had more distance, and I think we had milk this cow dry. <laughs> so no, um, nothing coming out. Yeah, I think it was it was pretty cool though that you know the owner though, um, although he screwed up, he handled it in integrity. And I, I think that's such a big deal because, like, as Christians, you and I are going to screw up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to screw up. I screw up all the time. But how I handle screw up is actually super important. And yes. although he totally screwed this up and he, he and he says, like, it's been a learning experience, a three million dollar learning experience. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, 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 that man came out and straight up said, like, yeah, I did it. I messed up. I'm going to pay the consequences. I'm not going to try and fight it because I definitely did it. Um, but I'm going to grow on that too. And that's important to do. Like as Christians, you, you don't tell people like, oh, I'm perfect. I never sin because no one actually believes that. Instead, yeah. play that out and say, I am a sinner, but Jesus still loves me. That is the core of the gospel. Yes. So, Great. and. Yeah, oh, oh, grace is so deep in there that it's, if I tell a person I'm perfect, no one's going to buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, there's, <laughs> no one buys that. But it's it's important that during the times we screw up, that instead of trying to fix it by our own hands, to still chase Jesus. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah, so, <laughs> but. Um, there's always a lesson from like literally anything. Yeah, and and oh, oh, they're a great company too. Like as a company, mm-hmm. they take care of their people. They take care of their employees. Um, in spite of all all the stuff about like oh, they you know they don't give their people birth control. Um, well, okay. First of all, wait, what? Yeah, that was the thing that they weren't going to pay for the birth control of their employees as per. Obama's healthcare, something, something, something. But like every time I go into hobby uh, lobby, every person who's in there working is like over the age of sixty. So um, yeah, 
So you know, I'm just connect those dots because <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to keep our clean tag on <laughs> on the podcast, and I think we just lost. Yeah. It. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to take a moment and scrub that image right out of my brain. Fluffy puppies, fluffy puppies. Okay, um, you know, but they're a good company. They have a history of treating their employees great. They take care of their people. Um, they they provide a good service. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I've gone in there. I secretly am trying to teach myself how to knit. Are you actually? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yes. I used to knit back when I was younger. It's really relaxing. It is. To just like watch TV or literally anything. We're going to end up watching a movie and uh, knitting, aren't we? Like, we're going to end up doing this, like, after the podcast. And, like, yeah. and not as a bit. It'll just be like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to watch a movie game. and, like, click, 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 click. But, you know, not on the podcast. It'll be, like, after, just kind of like, oh, movie night. Click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're actually going to do this. This is going to be bad. Okay. Well. Wait, wait. Um, what? Yeah. No, we'll go to Hobby Lobby, get some. Uh, artifacts. Uh, some artifacts. Some uniform <laughs> tablets. And then knit them a nice sweater. Um, yes, it'd be good, but it's important to handle things in integrity. Definitely. With that said, so planning the show, I got to that story and I was like, oh my gosh, we're talking about that because Indiana Jones is awesome. Except for movies two and four, which are terrible. Two is not bad. Two is bad. You haven't even seen it. I've seen parts of it. It is not bad at all. It's actually probably my favorite. She only got the job because she was dating Spielberg. Who? The blonde lady. She did really well in that movie. She was a screaming, oh no! Ah! You haven't seen it. The I will defend that movie with my life. The kid was amazing. Yeah, he's always amazing. He's always, has he been in anything else? Yeah, the Goonies. That, oh, that's that kid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, the Goonies is such an incredible movie. <laughs> Wait, what does he call him? Mr. What does he call him in the Data. Movie? No. <laughs> no, no, no. What does he call Indiana Jones? Indy? Indy! No, I'm kidding. It's going to get super offensive really fast. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm going to do an Asian child impression. Can't be worse than my Harrison Ford, but... China. <laughs> is China not a part of Asia? I'm sorry, is China not a part of Asia? I don't know, he's probably... is just. Let's just say Asian, because I don't even know. Okay, uh, hey Siri! We're digging a hole right now. Is China a part of Asia? She says, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> well played, Siri. Well played. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> what would we do without Siri? Okay, so here, here was the story, though, that um, as soon as it came up, I was just like, I guess we have to talk about this. Um, because what happened blew up over the internet over the past two days. Today is... Thursday, July 13th, uh, these things are typically either taped on Thursday and come out on Friday. Uh-huh. Um, so, time line is going to be very important on this. We're going to talk about our old pal, Eugene Peterson. Mm. So, now, to to this point, as far as our podcast goes, our most listened to episode is the Eugene podcast episode. So, am I talking about this to get you know more... Views because I'm pretty sure he has a Google alert out on his name, um, maybe, but also <laughs> possibly. So I'll be sure and spam him in the comments for this. But uh, so he came out. There's an article on well, actually, actually first. 
for all the people that that don't know who Eugene Peterson is, can you please explain? After you pour yeah, I know, sorry. water in I was really hoping that question would go longer. <laughs> <laughs> My throat is like Awkward dead silence. right now. Yes. All right. So Eugene Peterson is a uh, pastor. He has done a ton of books on prophets, on uh, biblical interpretation, pastoral skills, everything else. He's actually um, uh, the, the, the guy that translated the Bible into the uh, message. Mm-hmm. And um, I give him flack about that, or, or not personally. I don't know the guy. I just, you know, because it's such a heavy paraphrase, uh, you know, from an academic perspective, um, you can't use that in papers basically. So look, don't quote that in academic things just because it's such a heavy paraphrase, but I do think it has its place. Yeah. So um, as, as far as pastors go, he's a good pastor. He's a good teacher. He's a good speaker. There are still a few of his books that are standard in a few different courses in seminary um, just because they're fantastic books on pastoral theology. Mm-hmm. And there he goes, drinking his water. With that said, my voice was dying, okay? It's been dry all day and I'm dehydrated. Um, with that said, an article came out on church leaders, yeah, churchleaders.com that he, um, he came out as, uh, well, alright, the article came out as, as pro LGBT, mm-hmm. uh, or pro including the a biblical view of marriage as, as also including same sex marriages. Um, Interesting. So now there's a few things that happen. So time's going to be important on this. The article comes out um, and, and it straight up says that if I'm asked to do a same sex wedding now, I'd probably do it. Uh, you know, and also that, Oh, Oh, because there's a, um, a, a, a connections to few people in the gay community that have good thriving spiritual lives. He doesn't think that being you know, a homosexual is, is a sin per se. It's um, a sin. Yes. He, he kind of, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm having to be careful on this because he said things and then he said other things, but also he's, and, and I mean, you no, know, uh, this man is a is a good man, but he is an older gentleman that has um he's in he's in the final chapter of his career and ministry and all that, and that's okay. But I think part of it is that in going through this um uh, um interview that he kind of got broadsided a bit, yeah, and that might not have been the best thing. So uh, there's a couple of quotes. Back from the break. So, so, so the basic argument that he's making is because there are people that have thriving spiritual lives that it may not be a sin. Now, and if asked to do a same-sex wedding, he would do it. Okay, so these are things he definitely said. The internet, of course, hated this profusely. They furiously hated this. They, um, you know, the oh, the normal attack started coming out of, oh, he's a heretic, he's abandoned the faith, and this, this, and he's, you know, a terrible pastor, and I can't believe 
believe that this man's done this and now he's senile. He's just old and all this. Mm -hmm. Um, and that wasn't exactly cool because he has such a large body of uh, work. That's great to just throw him to the curb on, on a side thing. But then uh, life uh, away Christian books, they said like, well, okay, if that's the stance he's taking, you know, they're a company that they don't stand to, to hold any controversial kind of opinions um, or, or back people that do, they're very picky about that as a company mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's their, I mean, you know, they can do that. They are very Southern Baptist, incredibly Southern Baptist and you know, Oh, Oh, oh that's not a bad thing, but they are unapologetic about it. They're like, no, mm -hmm. it's a Southern Baptist, you know, Bible uh, bookstore. Absolutely. So they threatened to stop, uh, carrying the message Bible. Yeah. Now that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Not for the academics though. <laughs> we will go on. <laughs> we will survive. Um, Dr. Phil or the message. Dr. Phil or the message. Yeah. We're going to do another quiz <laughs> one of these days. I was trying to figure out like, do we have time to do another uh, quiz today? Just because why not? And we didn't because this thing happened so fast. It happened yesterday and part of today. So, wow. um, okay. So, so he straight up said, like, it's not a sin. I don't think it is because people that are gay can have these thriving spiritual lives. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all the academics, the theologians, everything, they're coming out against that primarily. And I think that's an okay thing, uh, too, that the biblical yeah. definition of marriage is one man and one woman. Um, there's a phenomenal article uh, put out by the gospel coalition and i love them they're fantastic if there's ever a chance to go through their stuff please go through their stuff um they are amazing so they put out an article on how to answer that kind of thing um and it and it was tim keller let's see uh tim oh, wait, who's tim keller tim keller is pastor of Redeemer Church in New York City. Yeah, and he's the one that is the head of the Gospel Coalition and uh, Don Carson. They founded it. And, oh, okay. And uh, Tim Keller is actually getting to a point of um, actually stepping down a bit and giving his three churches the chance to to pastor themselves. So, um, wow. yeah. So, so they put out an article there and some other guy I don't, I don't remember his name. Oh, John Stott. <laughs> he's an old commentary guy. He's a great, great guy. I don't know if he's still John alive. Stott? John Stott has done a bunch of commentaries. They're all fantastic. Of what? Um, like sports or something? No, the Bible. Oh, the Bible. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what, well, what, what do you, what? Sports. What, when I hear commentary, sports. I think like sports or like a documentary or like, or, not oh Bible. dude no 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 there is a uh there's a whole world ahead of you for fun commentaries i'll have to you know pull out the big commentaries i have on different books of the bible and peter walked into the place and he did a thing with jesus i literally am not sure where you're going with this so i'm just gonna uh go ahead and see where this goes no keep going this could be good he walked out of that room and was greeted by the disciples and Jesus was there too. 
They walked through the roads of Jerusalem, and Jesus did miracles upon the streets and gained even more followers. Are you doing a commentary? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what, what you're doing Bible? either. Do they just read the Bible, or is it like a, a story version of it? Uh, Bible commentary is a tool that helps pastors get through the interpretational aspects of it. Um, a good commentary, they'll dig into the Greek, the, uh, the meaning, and that kind of stuff. And Ethos, pathos, and logos. One more time. Ethos, pathos, and logos. Ah, the three musketeers, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That's not a good joke. Okay, no, um, yeah, so, so, yeah, no, I'll, I'll send you a commentary back and then you'll, you won't open it, but it's, <laughs> it's probably, you know, it's probably true. Um, they're really good though. I, like, you know, as a person that prepares teachings, that kind of stuff, I go to commentaries just to understand the passage a bit, the nuances of it, the uh-huh. cultural aspects, you know, things that are harder to pick up on because it's a two to four thousand, year old document so okay i'm just gonna say something right now okay although it may have sounded like danny was crying right there he really was not yeah i <laughs> swallowed <laughs> water poorly and i'm already having to go I'm back and choking up i know i i really am choking up something anyway sorry back yeah, to the to what you were talking about okay so so on on the goodbook.com on their blog uh, uh they put out a conversation they had between keller um it, it oh Sam Albury and a couple comments made by John Stott all on, on this issue of, of is homosexuality a sin. Now of all of them, I appreciate, I, those three people are pastoral people. I admire and are my personal, like I yeah look up to them, mm-hmm. uh, especially Albury. That is a, um, is a confessed, uh, you know, a pastor that is attracted to the same sex. Mm-hmm. And he's very open about this. I like, I, you know, again, I don't know him personally, so I'm not outing him or anything, but uh, this is a man that struggles through being attracted to the same sex. But as a pastor, he holds to the biblical definition of marriage of uh, one man and one woman. And, Oh, oh, because of that and because of the trust that he's placed in God and in the uh, word of God, um, is choosing to, to never get married mm-hmm. or to never date because he isn't attracted to the opposite sex. He's attracted to the same sex. Yeah. And so he keeps that in check and is accountable to people, um, but is choosing to follow God because you know, going, getting married and having sex isn't the end all be all of creation. Uh, mm-hmm. God is the end all be all of creation. God is our ultimate goal. And, um, you know, there's a great point that this guy made of, of, you know, this idea that, you know, being gay is this big thing that God cannot overcome is crazy because all of us are not only like, I'm a sinner. Everybody is a sinner. Yeah. But Albury goes on to say, all of us are sexual sinners. Uh, and you can't get past that. I mean, you, you go back to the sermon on the amount. Um, well, oh, that tended to make more things inclusive of being a sin mm-hmm. than uh, less. And oh, the part on if a a man looks on a 
a woman and has lust in his heart, then he's committing adultery. Yeah. Um, that to me, I like, I'll just be honest. I can't say I'm innocent of that one. I know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Think like I, I can't say I'm innocent. So in that sense, I have to say I'm an adulterer mm-hmm. because I have looked at people and had lust in my heart. I have to say I am a sexual sinner. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I have to say God still loves me and has grace for me. Yeah. And I can still, you know, get close to God. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know. Like I do think it is a sin, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it is this big line in the sand that everyone draws it out to be. Yeah. Um, you know, people got super upset at uh, 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 Eugene Peter. Mm, sorry, at uh, Eugene Peterson for uh, making that statement. And to an extent, I think it is a merited there, but I don't think the anger that accompanied it uh, was okay. Yeah. I think that definitely like those two people that are, um, same sex and they're mm-hmm. married, but they still have a deep relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I completely believe that. And mm-hmm. that's something that is true, but sin is always equal, right? So mm-hmm. the sin that they're doing is just as equal as the sin that we are doing. Mm-hmm. And although they may be more blind to it, they can still have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But what is weird to me is that once it says in the Bible that once we have seen the Father, mm-hmm. um, all, all, sin is has become like known to us right right and so i don't know why they're blind to that but i mean that's, yeah well i mean because we haven't seen the father uh, uh, yet you know we've seen christ but as well, yeah that, but you know, you know as that's coming though being being made perfect is a process uh, it's it's I am born again, and so mm-hmm. as I'm born again, I have to grow, I have to de- develop, I have to learn, and that is a spiritual process of sanctification that happens over time. I think the problem comes in this issue is when people choose choose their sin over you know in, over God to be um, confronted by the Holy Spirit that this is a sin. And then to choose to stay in it, and that I think is a problem. Yeah. Um, oh, the other part that Peterson brought up that I, I am going to disagree a bit on is that um, they brought up the issue of of uh, bringing in people that are gay to the worship team and band because they're good musicians. Okay, so... So, so this is the problem I have um, because I've been in churches. Wait, where is this? Hmm? Where is this? In churches that he's been in, and mm-hmm. actually in a lot of churches, they'll bring oh oh they're br- they are are bringing in paid people to do music because they're good at the music, but they may not be Christian. And even I've been in churches that have done that that. They bring in people that are good at the musical aspect of it, but to them it's a job. And yeah. that's a problem I have because these are people that either they have no connection to Christ mm-hmm. um, and are just there playing musical notes. And so there's always this, it isn't 
worship in that it's just music. Um, but also yeah. if, if a person is choosing to be on stage as a leader, there's extra qualifications on that. If I put a person up as a leader, they need to be able to come up under higher standards and higher judgment because yeah. you're going to, that's just how that goes. Um, and so if a person is, is claiming, I know the Bible claims that this is bad, but I'm going to keep doing that. Then to me, that's a forfeit of their place of leadership mm -hmm. because it, it, it's a, it's a display of, I don't trust God. Yeah. And that's not a person I can put up as a Christian leader, no matter how often they open their Bible. Yeah, I agree. So, um, you know, clearly on Twitter, this has been a mess. I've caught some of the comments. A friend of mine caught the comments prior to me and I told her about the story and, 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 and she kind of texted back like, Oh, this is a mess. I'm like, yeah, that's what I imagine. Uh, so, um, and there, I mean, there have been articles on Christian leader Christianity today, gospel coalition, good book, like every blogger out there. Um, I, I almost did a quick blog post on it and I said like, no, it's been, uh, 12 hours. We're going to wait a little yeah. bit. Um, and sure enough, something came out today. Uh, Russell Moore, the, uh, the head of the ethics board or something of this, of the Southern Baptist church, uh, tweeted an article from Christianity today mm -hmm. about, um, Eugene Peterson recanting on a bunch of his positions. So, um, in, in truth, recanting? what does that mean? Um, I don't know that much. Sorry. Retracting. Retracting. It's okay. kind of the same thing, almost. Yeah, he's backpedaling. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> this stirred up some controversy. Let me undo this. It's, yeah. yeah. He hit the uh, retcon. So um, so he, he kind of said, like, okay, hold on, for clarification. Uh, a, nobody has ever asked me to do a same-sex wedding, and I hope they don't. Mm -hmm. A B, I've thought about it and I answered that question in haste. Uh, and at this point, I still hold to the biblical view of marriage being one man and one woman. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he kind of backpedaled on a ton of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this has been interesting because it wasn't an apology for anything he said. It was just a bit of a backpedaling. Yeah. So, interesting. yeah, kind of the opposite of the thing that the guy from Hobby uh, Lobby did. I mean, instead of saying, he's like, hey, yeah, I screwed up on that, and I've thought about it. No, and I don't know. He did that a bit, but um, uh, you know, this came after the threat from uh, Life uh, Way to Stop, you know, selling his books. And so people have, have jumped straight to, oh, he's just doing it for book sales and this. Uh, Oh, this is not, and oh, it just follow the money. This, this. It's like, man, I don't know. I just, I think one thing that is sort of annoying to me about this whole situation is just the way that how other people are probably looking in on this and right. how we're representing Christian Christianity. Yeah, and it's like we're just arguing and bickering about all this stuff. When mm -hmm. why can't we just notice that? 
that and like notice in love that he may be wrong and that we mm-hmm. shouldn't just you know sure tear him apart for sure. that. Oh we yeah, need to confront him about that in love. Oh yeah, and, and and like it's mainly been people on Twitter because Twitter is awful. Like yeah. I, Twitter's just stupid. Um, like the pastors I mentioned, Keller, you know, Stott, um, and mm-hmm. Aubrey, like they didn't comment straight on that. Uh, there are a few pastors that have said something, but they've tackled it on, on the angle of, of, of biblical interpretation and truth. And I think that is a good angle to take. Mm-hmm. Um, like the argument that I've caught in homosexuality and if it's a sin or not, people that cl- uh, tend to claim it is not a, know is not a sin tend to say because they know a person who is a homosexual yeah um and that's not (laughs) that i think is a dangerous thing because like a a murder is a sin yeah okay there are a bunch of murders that their neighbors said like i just can't wow it's so strange they you know they're such a nice guy well okay if they're both a sin then that's the um, um, equivalent of going, a oh, murder isn't a sin because I know a murderer who is a nice guy. Yeah. That's, that, see, that's not. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like yeah. I can sort of speak in onto that because, like, one of my cousins um, is gay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love him to death. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, he's awesome. But, mm-hmm. and I see where they're coming from, from that because it's almost mm-hmm. like fear inside you. Because you know that they're not going to the right place, mm-hmm. and you don't want that to happen. And I think that fear can kind of twist our minds sometimes. Oh, fear and messes you up, man! Like, definitely, I've thought about that. That, like, you know, we we often want to try to change what the word says, just so we can, you know, sneak people into heaven. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how it works. Drop by but... baptism, it's holy water. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Tricked ya. Super soaker. <laughs> but I'm yeah. sorry. I'm picturing drive-bys with super soakers. Like <laughs> a Domine East Requiem. This is how we do missions. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak them in the back door of heaven. What up? <laughs> There's that a video. Hey, hey, guys. People don't do this. So this guy goes into Taco Bell. I th- I think I showed you this. I don't know. This guy goes into Taco Bell and it's like, can I get a name for the order? And he's like, oh yeah, my name is Jesus is Lord. And then he gets his grin on his face because then they bring his order out and say, like, I have a table for Jesus is Lord. And it's like that's right. You just made a truthful confession, young lady. He is Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise. Lord. I'm like, hey what? guys, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do it. Don't trick people into saying, like, don't do this. No, you, yeah, you didn't show me that. I'm, oh, I I'm, didn't. Oh, we're doing that afterwards. Oh, my yeah, goodness. You can't trick a person into heaven. You yeah. can't. It's not as if I'm trying to, like, sneak candy into a movie theater. Um, you know, God's omniscient. He's gonna know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, yeah. It was insane. I was like, please don't do this. This is not. This isn't helping anything. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Anyway, yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. I think you were talking. <laughs> Was I talking? Yeah, you were, and I really needed to get that Taco Bell story off my... Okay, well, for me, I think the what, <laughs> what this whole thing, to me, I mean, it's not what the main point is about, but for me, like, a huge thing from 
I'm going to say for me about a thousand times. <laughs> for me, for me, for me, for me. All about you, isn't it? <laughs> this isn't the gospel. It's all about Caleb. It's uh, about death to self. What about for me, Caleb? Did you think about that? No, I didn't, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, keep going. <laughs> well, I think that this whole thing sort of something that is... <laughs> say it again. No, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Do you mean for you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, something that God has been speaking to me lately is not um, misrepresenting the body of Christ, and I think that's what a lot of this. It's happening a lot nowadays. There are people who, what the outside world see as Christians, mm-hmm. I'm doing quotations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Audio only media. Got yeah. <laughs> um, and they're, they're misrepresenting what the body of Christ actually is. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like that there's always that huge change. Like when people actually come to church, like people who don't know Christ, mm-hmm. it's like they, it's almost completely different to them. I feel sometimes in different situations, you know, sure. it's not always this. Sure. Sure. Um, because what, they have been seeing from the outside is completely different from what is actually true and what's going on in mm-hmm. the inside. There's just stupid things that people just well, misrepresenting stuff. And I think part of it is we're asking the wrong question. Like the question always comes off as, is this a sin? That's a wrong question. Like that's not a good question. Mm-hmm. Is this a, like, it, you know, anytime a person says, Hey, is this a sin? I've always told them, like, that's a stupid question. Because the cause behind that question is, can I still do the thing I'm trying to do and still be okay in God's eyes? Like, okay, hold on. You just back up a bit. Because if that's the approach, then it's, it's an approach based in us being saved by works. And I can't say that I'm saved by works. I can't. Yeah. I'm not. Um, the better question is, in doing this, am I bringing glory to God? Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's the idea of I'm chasing God to any place that God takes me and tells me to go. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing that, the other stuff just kind of takes care of itself. Now, I do think the Holy Spirit's going to get in there and kind of stir some stuff up, kick some stuff out and say, hey, oh, this has got to go. And and it, it isn't because it's it's you know, the core of, of eternity and, and gaining that because Christ has already purchased that on our behalf. Praise the Lord forever. Amen. Yeah. Christ has purchased that on our behalf, but it is because of oh, that thing is spiritually killing us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is the, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to get in there and to say, I am the instrument in the hand of uh, 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 life. And I'm in this place that is dear, that is private and I did not make that thing, that thing, or that thing, so they gotta go. Yeah. So, like, I guess on the issue of of is is gay a sin? Um, I it is, but I think the question is stupid, and I don't get why this is our line in the sand of yeah. no this is our final battle we will <laughs> we will die on this hill like why are we dying on this hill yeah because um oh this is a community the gay community that feels so ostracized by the church mm-hmm. uh partially because that's we have historically not been the greatest at that partially because 
Westboro, and I don't ever use the other two names of their title just because I don't feel they've earned them. Um, they are neither Baptist nor are they a church as far as I'm concerned, so I will never, never quite call them such until they turn. Um, so, uh, we'll just say, uh, 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 Westboro, um, have given them this idea that God hates them because they are gay. Um, yeah. Which doesn't hold to any other sin, and that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, John 3.16 actually tells us the opposite, that God loves us so much that uh, that he gave us Jesus to pave a path out of our sin. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the idea of, of the gospel. So I, I don't know this whole argument. I think uh, uh, Eugene Peterson is kind of uh, responding to that a bit, that these are still people Jesus uh, loves. I, I do disagree on his stance. Um, I'm also acknowledging that that's a ballsy move, a move because he has been in the ministry for 50 years and is a person, although I, I do, you know, I tell jokes about the message Bible, sure, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the man's a good pastor. Um, yeah. And I think tossing him so hard to the wind is unfair to a person that has 50 years of ministry or some crazy amount of number. I mean, the man has been doing great stuff. So instead of getting angry, I think it's important for us to seek understanding. Yeah. You know, ask clarifying questions, do this. And I'm glad that he put out that article on Christianity today about, um, you know, clarifying kind of the statement and even coming back on a statement because he got, you know, ambushed by a question. Yeah. Um, you know, all that gotcha journalism that Christianity Today does. No, uh, <laughs> actually, they're not too bad. I kind of like them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good people. I get most of my news from the Babylon Bee, though. Retractable. You don't. Jesus fishes. Fishes, not just Oh, do you know about the well, Babylon Bee? Yeah. Christian satire at its finest. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's fantastic. And they take some digs in there that are like, Super, they're very mean. If you understand kind of the a few of the things they're doing in the background, but I think they're fantastic and great commentary. So, uh, so in conclusion, in conclusion, Indiana Jones works for Hobby Lobby, and Eugene Peterson, still a good guy. Yeah, I disagree with a few of his stances, but hey, out of everybody I disagree with, I disagree with myself the most. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just going to say this because I have a feeling I need to say it. That if you are a gay person, just know that don't listen to all of that bull crap. That the church does love you guys. All right. And that if, if you're, if you meet some, a Christian that, um, doesn't love you, mm-hmm. then you're not talking to someone that truly knows God. Because mm-hmm. once we know God, then we we gain this this love this joy mm-hmm. that is overflowing and that no matter who you are you we know that you are loved by Christ and that's why we mm-hmm. love you and so yeah you know and then to the christians that are struggling through same sex attraction um google sam albury and uh that guy's uh, ministry i think it's 
livingout.com. It's a group of people that have come together that are claiming, um, I do struggle through same sex attraction, but mm-hmm. I'm following God uh, more. Yeah. And, and they're, they're plowing through together. There's resources. There's people to talk to there. Cause it's, it can be scary to, to struggle through that and not yeah. feel as if there's a person to talk to. And so Sam Albury is a hero of mine. Cause that man, he just straight up did the dang thing. Um, and, and is very open about it and said like, Hey, I do struggle through this, but I love Jesus more. But I, I know there are people out there scared to say this because they feel so ostracized and on their own. Mm-hmm. And I, I applaud that man a hundred times over just cause that's a, you know, that is the core of the gospel there is, Hey, I'm a sinner, but I found hope. So follow me to hope. Yeah. Um, and I love that about him and he's just a phenomenal guy. Mm-hmm. So, so Caleb, final thoughts, anything? Final thoughts. I don't really have any final thoughts. Yeah. What about you? Uh, no, I think we got them. Well, actually, Uh-oh. you know what you should do? It's go to the gospeloutpost.com and check out all of the awesome blogs and, um, you know, the books. podcast books. Yeah. Podcast that you're listening to. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> I, I started the new, uh, the new blog series I was excited about. Have you, have you gone through it yet? I haven't gone through I've seen you. Uh-huh. Uh, I've seen what so you read the it? posts are, but. That's uh, okay. I haven't read it. That's all right. No, it's I'm going to let you down. <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's called per Raya and it's about those times that, um, you know, being a Christian stinks. Um, yeah. And I feel, uh, you know, ostracized and pushed out because I'm choosing to follow God instead of choosing to follow everything else. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Please go check out the gospel outpost.com. Also, uh, I don't really pay anything for ad advertising this podcast so it would be super helpful to me if you enjoy this to share it to tell people about it uh to start getting the word out there and as that grows i'll be able to grow and get a better (laughs) microphones that actually do good things that function um upgrade our dinky soundboard hey it's come a long (laughs) way though yeah Oh, oh you made progress and Sometimes the progress has been forward and sometimes it's been backwards, but it's always been progress and I've appreciated that. But tell your friends um, and check out gospeloutpost.com, sign up to get updates and everything else in between. Woop woop. Yep. I'm Caleb. I'm Danny. And we are... We're nobody special. Nobody. Okay. nobody. I see how it is. Nobody Just can do it before me. Uh-huh. Nobody special. All right. Bye, guys. Later. Mm-hmm.